Packing the mail, it's gone. Uh, she like I smell cologne. Yeah, I just signed a deal, I'm on. Yeah, yeah. I go where I want, good. good. Play if you want, let's do it. Huh. I'm a young CEO, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first nigga play, I'ma body a nigga. Uh, I just check my balance, I probably pull up to your hood and come buy me a nigga. No cap. You know that your hoe told you that nigga crazy. Don't think that she lied to your nigga. Bitch. Get caught with your hoe and I'm popping them both. Now they hot just like Bobby and Will. Welcome back to the All Things Sports Podcast, Season 2, Episode 28. Your host, Julian. Co-host Justin, but alongside me, special guest Antoine, as always in the building. And this week, it's some more playoffs. We got some football news. I know the Miami Dolphin fans are just rejoicing in joy right now as they see they got their quarterback. Now they locked up their best defender in Xavier Howard, five-year deal. How much guarantee? 46. Mm. What's the total number on it? 75. Mm. Isn't that the highest paid corner right now? Ever. Mm. Ever? For, uh, ever? Ever, ever. More than Jalen Ramsey? Wow. Jalen Ramsey ain't get paid yet. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he just set the bar for what Jalen Ramsey's about to get more of. <laughs> that's so, what that's going to be. So now Jalen got to probably do like 80 with 50 guarantees. <sighs> it's funny. We're talking about football numbers with the money. I really wanted to bring something up toward the end of the show. I think we can get it out of the way right now real quick. Let's jump into the NFL world real quick because... We just touched on Xavier Howard signing with the Dolphins, which is a big deal because now we know that they have Minka Fitzpatrick, Rashad Jones, and you have now Xavier Howard locked up for uh, the future. Um, you're going to keep building on that defense, especially now you can focus on getting the linebackers, right? Drafting D-linemen. You've got your O-line in the draft. So it's kind of it's kind of a good situation for the Dolphins right now. But I wanted to talk about Dallas and how – Amari Cooper and Dak Prescott are owed money at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they both want to get paid like the first-round draft pick they were. Mm-hmm. And which, you know, they've shown they deserve the big bag. But after that, Ezekiel Elliott gets paid. It needs to get paid the year after. Or is it two years after? I think it's the year after. I think all rookies get signed to a standard, like the, the standard four-year rookie deal. Right. So last year being his... It was second or third year. Z? Yeah. Nah, third or fourth. He was drafted in 2015 or 16. No, last year was his third year. Because the first year he balled out. Second year he had to deal with the whole, if it was he going to get suspended right. or not. Last year came back, balled out. So, yeah, after this year coming up. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, he's going to get old money. And you know the Cowboys need to save money for Zeke. And then you got to pay your quarterback, right? So, right. Who's going to be the, the ego, egotistical guy to be like, no, I deserve this, and I don't care about the fact that you guys had to pay Demarcus Lawrence this year, me this year, whoever next year, Byron Jones is coming up. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're trying to keep this together because this is what the Cowboys are, are going to be successful with. They can't, they're not going to just lose all this talent and, you know, find it anywhere else. They drafted well, and now it's time to pay their players, but... Is it going to be the Tom Brady New England uh, stance, or is it going to be the Aaron Rodgers Green Bay stance, where they can't really afford other options? That was just kind of something I wanted to throw out there because that's interesting coming up for this football season. Um, Danny Jones coming out of pocket. Yeah, for sure. But he knows that he has to. He, it's like his responsibility. I think it's interesting. I think depending on, I think the biggest X factor in that equation is probably uh, Mark Cooper. Because we've seen 
you know, was, <clears throat> this before last year, you seen him excel in Oakland and then kind of fell off. Right. This year, he kind of had a resurgence. So what you really want to see is like, but there, what you see there was gaps. Right. In between, you can also argue in his defense that when the quarterback play dropped, his production dropped. Right. right. So Derek Carr comes off an MVP level year, breaks his leg, could have won it, and Amari Cooper has one of his better years of his career so far. And then um, that year, that last year uh, before getting traded, Derek Carr is struggling. Oakland's playing bad. Mark Cooper's numbers are down. He gets traded to Dallas, and he's been the best receiver they've had in some time. Obviously, Des Bryant um, as well. But it's just, yeah, is he going to take that route of like, all right, I, I can compete on a really good team and try to really try to win this Super Bowl, take over the division? Because um, it's up for grabs right now. Like, it's the Cowboys' division to lose, really. And yeah. um, quite frankly, Amari Cooper can find success elsewhere. Uh, but to what like end goal is it you know you're going to be high paid and you know getting your stats but you're never really going to win it's up to you know it's up to these players what they want to decide i think out of the three he'll probably get paid the least i mean he should get paid the least yeah i mean put this <laughs> way, you definitely got to take care of your quarterback for sure but dax but still even in that area it's still not a hundred percent that he's going to get paid that upper echelon that matthew staff well rumors are is that he's trying to <clears throat> Russell Wilson numbers. So what I want to know is how does it make sense to pay a quarterback like Dak Prescott numbers in the area of a Russell Wilson? Like, we've never seen anybody with the Russell Wilson money, but you're going to give this to somebody who hasn't won more than three playoff games in his career? He hasn't. He hasn't shown up in big games all of his career. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. He does show up more in big games and regular season games that really don't mean much, but not in every one, right? So, I don't know. It's just very questionable. And then Jason Garrett's another factor. So, depending on who the coach that comes in, if Jason Garrett, you know, gets fired by the end of the year, it's going to tell a lot of what he wants to do going forward. Like, is he going to just focus on his defense, right? Is he going to – we don't know that. So. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah, this, yeah, this is – That's this, that'll this be telling. Um, really quickly – Le'Veon Bell, he's skipping voluntary workouts because he wants to stick to his resume, his plan of how he knows how to stay healthy and, and contribute long term. He's saying that he wants to be able to play in January as if the Jets are going to be playing in January <laughs> <laughs> this year. But um, how do you guys feel about like, OK, your team signs a running back. I mean, we're not Jets fans, obviously, but, you know, if your team signs a running back for the amount they gave him, um, it was one of the biggest signings of free agents, a splash. He's coming to your team to try to build. But he's like, yeah, I'm going to just sit out. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's most, it's I most, mean, go ahead. Yeah, I, I would, you got Sam Darnold, so you're still working on that project. It will take at least another year, like you said. They're not going anywhere this year. So at least another year to build on that. Work on what you have. Um, see what your strengths are and all that. Let Le'Veon, especially if he's saying that he's, he knows how to keep himself on pace right. for like the long term, that's exactly what you should be focused on, him and staying healthy for the long term because mm-hmm. you're not ready to strike this year. I just think, in my perspective, it's like, yeah, you, I, I believe him where he says he knows how to keep his body ready, but at the end of the day, football game speed is you know the same every week, and you missed a whole year of this. You're trying to come back, and now you're missing, you know, like, time with your team that you're trying to – first of all, you don't even know their playbook. 
So it's just little, like little steps to the season of really trying to build, you know, and win and bring a championship to a franchise that like you're just kind of cutting corners. And it's like, I guess as the running back you are, you could do that, but it just shows, you know what I'm saying? When the Jets don't win at the end of the day and Le'Veon Bell is might not be playing at the same MVP caliber, it's going to look bad. So that was that. I mean, well, unless you guys yeah, I, mean, I think it's much to do about nothing because, I mean, it's voluntary for a reason. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to show up. I mean, this team isn't going to go as far as Le'Veon takes them. Like, like uh, Ann said, like, it all comes down to Sam Darnold. Yeah. And they, so they, that's what they need to be worrying about. Le'Veon says he know, and they had to have known this going going in, like, before they signed him. They had to have known that this is what he was going to do. This is what he likes to do. This is how he manages his time. So, like, if he was missing, you know, training camp or something like exactly. that, then I'd be worried. Obviously, yeah. that's a big issue. But it's voluntary. I mean, he might. who knows? He might be taking that time yeah. to prepare his body. He might be taking that time to, you know, learn the playbook. He's still that's true, be resting. Bro. That's true. Yeah, Whatever. Exactly. Like, if he knows that's what's best for him. And plus, it's the running back. That whole, like, running back aesthetic. Exactly, now, yeah. With keeping the running nah, that's respectable. So... I, I, t- I still think he's going to have a great year. Um, another quick news, not even to get into it, but Telvin Smith sitting out the year. Wow. I'm yeah. glad as a Colts fan that we're not <laughs> going to have to worry about him running up and down the sidelines, chasing our running backs and receivers. So big shout-out to Telvin Smith. Take care of yourself. Come back when you're ready. Yeah. Um, in basketball news, so we got Golden State Warriors versus Houston Rockets going to Game Six in Houston. Golden State just won a pivotal Game Five, but we lost Kevin Durant. Right? It looked like an Achilles injury. They're saying it's a calf strain. Some are saying they're trying to cover it up, make it not as serious as it could be. Reggie Miller hyped it up to be injury of the year. I told on, you so on live TV. <laughs> Um, with no Woj bomb, Gotta love he didn't wait for the bomb. He didn't even wait for Shams. So he wanted to be he, the first to tell. Yeah, him he's a color commentator. We can't, yeah. we can't really, you know, what I'm saying. But no, I respect Reggie Miller as a player, knowing the type of injury. And honestly, everybody thought it was that. So it was kind of nerve wracking as a basketball fan. And Rudy Gobert actually tweeted. He was like, uh, "Yeah, it does look like somebody. It does feel like somebody kicked you on the back of the leg." Um, but a, a cash frame feels the same way. Mm. Well, lucky Kevin Durant that because it's not as severe of an injury and it's not as like detrimental long term. So we seen Boogie Cousins there, and he went back to the locker room with KD. Went back yeah, there, like yeah, they say he was the first one to go back there and, and you know check on KD, make sure he was all right. But a cash frame, I think he'll obviously he's going to be out for game six and seven, in my opinion. And then, no, yeah, they definitely confirmed that he's not returning in this series. If, if they make it to the finals. Yeah. I think he'll be ready by game two, honestly. Like, I don't think he'll be ready game one in the finals. But that's a big, that's a big, you know, like, not be ready by game one. I don't think they make it to the finals. And if they play, if they play. But you got to remember, this is just a semi. We're not even in the Western. All right, all right, all right. We'll back up. We'll back up. We'll back up. You think Houston Rockets still going to beat the Warriors? You guys still on that, both of y'all? Or Justin? Well, I was the only one that was on Yeah, yeah. I think Justin was on the Warriors. Um. Do you think this changes your mind, Justin? No. no. It just changes how many games it goes. What, y'all had five, six before? 
I had said seven the whole time, but I have Houston at seven. Yeah, I had five. I think I, I, had five I, I think I had. I don't. I don't want to lie, but I think six. I seven. think six. I think six. But listen, we've seen Kevin Durant take over series, uh, this game, these games, but we've also seen James Harden stay neck and neck with him. Right when they're dropping thirty-two, when they're dropping forty-one, um, they're right neck and neck. What we didn't see was Clay Thompson come out with the same energy that he came out with in Game Five, which I said would happen. I also said that Steph would have one of those twenty twenty-something point games that just goes under the radar, mm-hmm. but it's not. Yeah, because he struggled. I mean, he did struggle. He's struggling to finish he's, at the he's, rim. He's, he's missing threes. He's all. shooting like two of eleven from three, two of nine. Because he's struggling, but he's still scoring. 20. Yeah. Like, he's still averaging over 20. That's what I'm saying. Like, he, the other great. night, he was like 4 for 14 from 3. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's, this is definitely not the Warriors we're used to seeing. I feel like it's like a like an energy thing. Like, they're not coming out firing. They're not coming out hot. They just seem like a regular team. They don't seem like that Warriors team that everybody's, like, intimidated of. I feel like the Rockets is like, all right, listen, we're not really scared of y'all no more. We just – it's hard to beat y'all. But y'all beatable. Well, game at the beginning of game five, we seen them like come out with the fast breaks, mm-hmm. uh, super like energy, wasn't afraid to shoot. They were back playing. at home. That's yeah, what I think did it. Back at home as well. The crowd was into it. And Steve Kerr even said that that's the pace that he wanted to play at. And, and that's what he wanted his team to like. That's the level that he wanted right. to stay at for the entirety of the game. Um, if they play like that, that looks like the Warriors were used to seeing. We haven't really seen them play like that much this entire year, which is why I felt like going into the playoffs, it wouldn't just turn on. They would have their games, obviously. They're not going to be easy to beat, but they're beatable. Right. Like, more so, more than ever. And now without Kevin Durant, you know, I think they got to go into Houston and and punch him in the mouth first and try to get up big early. I know that these big big leads haven't really amounted throughout a whole game. Um, but it's definitely better than neck and neck a whole game where Jace, uh, James Harden can go on a eight point tear real quick, hit two threes and get fouled or something. James, we've seen him just take over and we've seen him just become unguardable like er. It's crazy, but yeah, I think it's going to seven. I like the Warriors to to well, I want the Warriors to come out strong and beat them in six because if it goes to seven, it's going down to the wire. But I, I still got Golden State winning that series. Um, yeah, I still got, I still got Golden State in seven. I hate that it comes down to this unhealthiness, though. Like, look at last year; it's yeah. the same thing, same thing with Chris Paul going out and in Game Six. Yeah, Chris Paul might as well be have gone out. Yeah, right. And that, that was another point I was going to bring up. I think that we've seen, you know, James Harden perform in the series. PJ Tucker has even stepped oh, up. Oh man! P- shout out to PJ. Shout out to PJ. Oh, oh, oh! Rebounder, shout out playoff experience, Shumper. Coming through with the clutch threes every now. And hey, Austin Rivers is playing pretty good too when oh, he gets on the court. Yeah. He's got his defense yeah. on tight, and he's hitting his little layups and shots when he wants. Eric Gordon, yeah, Eric Gordon's in his shot. Oh, it's a great series. It's a great. But CP3 has to have a big game. The series as a whole is great. I mean, the Rockets' offense—we know what it is. CP3 is not balling because all it is is either Harden ISO um, or CP3 ISO or Harden pick and roll and CP3 pick and roll. And CP3's just been struggling. He can't get to his spot. He's struggling when they get to switch with Capella. Um, He's just shooting threes, step back like at the last second of the shot clock. He doesn't look comfortable. And then on defense. Yeah, right. And, that, that's when, and when I say big game, I don't just mean points. I mean, you know, we've seen CP3 right. his whole career be the floor general. 
Yeah. But you, you have to you have to be you're supposed to be an extension. This is James Harden team. You're he's supposed to be an making, extension of the coach. He's not making the passes. He's not playing like making the IQ plays right. that we've seen him make before. Like yeah. I think I think I mean, the Rockets have played the shot. same game all all year. What Kobe said is not gonna win a championship is what they're best at. So that's why I think that it has to be that way to compete with the Warriors where James Harden's getting, you know, his 20, 20 shots a game or more and it's really just crash and distribute or finish or shoot for James Harden. But I think it gets to a point where, as, as Chris Paul, you got to be like, all right, I know James Harden <clears throat> one of the top three players in the league, MVP caliber every year. This is his team. But it gets to a point where you're like, you know what? I'm Chris Paul. And on the court, I'm I'm smarter than anybody on the court, whether it be on the Golden State team. I honestly or just don't team. think – I don't think it's him not thinking that. I think it's he's just struggling. I don't yeah. think he's able seen, to get to that point. Yeah, we've seen Spurs with James Harden going like a whole quarter without scoring, just kind of like, like being around. Stephen Curry's getting bullied on defense, and CP can't even bully him, right? So what's going to give? It's not like anybody's going to play worse than Steph Curry on that defense. So, I don't know. I think the Rockets are in, in better shape, obviously, going into game set, uh, six at home. No Kevin Durant, knowing that if you get to game seven, it's no Kevin Durant again. So, I think Houston probably does win the game, like I said. But, but at the same time, it might make Golden State more dangerous because now that he got as great as Kevin Durant is, and he's definitely the best player on this team. I thought about that. Yeah, he's definitely the best player on this team, and they they will, he will they will only go as far as Katie gets him. Even if they get out of this series, and even if they get out of the Western Conference, like God forbid, Kevin Durant, you know, it's really it's bad enough to where he can't mm-hmm. play again this this uh, postseason. They're not gonna beat whoever comes out out the East. But as far as this series goes, that's one less person for the ball to go around. So if you you put the ball more predominantly in Steph's hands. You put, Clay, hey, Clay's, no. Clay's been saying he hasn't given enough touches. You can make that claim with other Clay's great players. Clay's been saying he hasn't given enough touches. If you start giving Clay more touches. You can make that claim with other great players, but Kevin Durant shoots with an efficiency that it's like he's not wasting that possession. Like him, mm-hmm. that ball hitting his hands, is it's not a waste, and it's not ill-efficient. Curry's just going to have to come out no, and I'm be great. I'm not saying that they play better know, without KD. Even without him, like it's on some... How much is there really? How much of a gap is there really going to be for distribution? If every time he really got the ball, for the most part, he was scoring. You know what I'm saying? So it's like now the other people have to step up and at least be as efficient as he was when he if was scoring. All I'll say, all I'll say is, all I'll say is, I'm glad to have Steph Curry and Klay Thompson if I'm the Warriors in that predicament. So I'm going to go off. Um, I'm, I don't know. I think the Warriors fans really have to. Uh, root on everybody else around the team. They need if, if Houston don't win game six, I would be surprised. Double figure game. They need an all starter double finger game. They need Andre Iguodala to play and hit big shots. They need Draymond Green to play. I, defense I feel like they've been playing game. good. I feel like they played they a good game been. five. So they just got to come out with their game six. I'm gonna predict Clay Thompson has a big game. Clay Thompson gonna go off. He had a big game last game year. Game five. Yeah, he had a Clay, Clay, Clay going off. Five. All right. So let's talk about. I'm gonna I'm gonna gas over this uh, Denver Portland. It's 3-2 is when I go home for Portland. Um, you know, Portland has a chance to, to win on their home at home and then go back to the road. Honestly, I think Denver closes it out tonight um, and then waits for the uh, winner of the Warriors and Rockets. I agree. I disagree. I think Portland is still going to come out with some energy. Um, bring it to Game 7. After the game, yeah, Game 7, I don't know. 
I wanted, I want Portland to win, and I want them. I feel like they're the better team as well. They just, they haven't been hitting their shots. I think Dame Time really, 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 really did a lot for them versus OKC, and um, we haven't seen the same. Dame has been good this series. He's he scored over twenty points in almost all the, every game, but one I think. Um, it hasn't been as efficient, and we've seen him uh, more uncomfortable in this series than versus uh, Russell Westbrook. I feel like his confidence was way higher. Not to say it's down. It was just on that like other level to where any shot he pulls, it's likely to go in. Now it's like you know he can hit the shot, but it's not on the favorable. You know he's got to fight harder for that for that open shot. So um, yeah, that's that. Oh yeah. Toronto, oh, Philly. Got Boston out of here. Oh, okay. I wanted a funeral time, boys. We could get into that. Brad Stevens admitted he was bad. Uh-huh. Jalen Brown wrote a letter to to the oh, city of Boston saying, "I'm sorry." <laughs> um, Kyrie, cat got his tongue. Jason Tatum cried. Did he? No. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't cry the way they lost, bro. You better cry in Game Three. But um, yeah, I mean, Boston was was what they were. Uh, all oh, yeah. season, yeah. Mm-hmm. In this series, that's Milwaukee yeah, exposed that's exactly it. what I said. Everybody that said they didn't want to get off the bandwagon just yet, they didn't mm-hmm. want to get off the Boston train. But I'm like, we've seen like when you have dysfunction down to that level, you can't just flip a switch. I had more of of I don't believe in Milwaukee than I believe that Boston can do this. Like I knew Boston was 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 they have the playoff experience you know they they have the 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 talent to be able to beat the, the bucks but the bucks the way they're rolling right now and how they're being coached and how the Buden holder, holder is using Giannis and how he's playing the bucks when Giannis is off the floor is even more excellent so i don't think the bucks play better than they played against boston in these playoffs obviously they played we're going to call the first round series like that was like the round of 32. I don't know. <laughs> like, they, because you said that excuse with the first round before about how like it was against Detroit, like mm-hmm. it was at, you know what I'm saying? Easy win, yada, yada, yada. But they literally mirrored that same play and the same efficiency in winning these games <clears throat> against Boston. And Boston mirrored what they were in the regular season when they played them, but a Boston didn't play that way better team than Detroit, but not better than Milwaukee. It, I, I know. And, but and, I'm just saying they they it was the same results. It's not like oh Boston forced them to six games or anything. It was a gentleman sweep. No, 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 no. They won no, the no, one they, game hey, but they ain't sweep them. They got whooped. They got whooped up. And what they did was they adjusted and they played well and I'll give them credit. This is my time to give the Bucks credit to show that all right, y'all going to the Eastern Conference Finals for real, for real. Like Giannis took this team and and made them what they are. They they learned how to play around him finally because it had to click. And it clicked. And like I said, they're playing on, on like they're gassing on all cylinders. I don't think that they play in the if they make it to the finals, which I don't believe they will, but if they do, um, then I don't think they play a better series than this. I don't even like them to come out of the Eastern Conference Finals. That's that's a little far-fetched <laughs> from now, but we'll talk about that matchup when we see Game 7, Toronto, Philly in Toronto. Kawhi Leonard is going to go off for 40 points. We already know it. But Joel Embiid has to come out and, and knock down 
at least eight shots, man. Like, this is getting out of hand. They won today. I didn't check the box score, but I know Joel Embiid didn't, didn't ball out. And I'm surprised that they won so big with him not playing as good as he can. He's going to have to on the road. Two buckets. On the road, he's going to have to. Uh, I will say, though, like I said, Giannis, I give you credit. I didn't believe you could get to the Eastern Conference Finals this year at least. You're here. But to that, I'll say what I've learned in the second round of these playoffs, Harden is still the MVP. Oh, yeah. I disagree. I'm still sticking with Giannis as MVP. When Giannis goes off the floor, the Bucks can play better than they played when he was on the floor. When Harden is off of the floor, the Rockets stand no chance against any top five team in the league. But like I said last week, Harden, they live and die on oh, the hill of James Harden. Oh, my. So it could be. Oh, my. Hold on. Breaking news, not to cut you off, but Embiid actually had a career high tonight. <laughs> Is that what I just read? Did he have 40 points? I said 40 plus. And I just said that he didn't, and that's why they didn't win big. All right. All right. Like Jimmy Buckets had 25. All right. Let me. Let me. So, so, hold on. I didn't even check the box. Big Joe. Nah, nah, nah. What was the stat that we just saw? He had 17 points. Shot 5 of 14. Back to what I was saying. That's back, funny. back to what you were saying. I didn't see that. Stat said something about career high, 40 plus. He's going to need to do that to beat Toronto <clears throat> on the road, though. Yeah, because Kawhi's about to drop 40 plus. Mm-hmm. But back to uh, your Giannis argument. Yeah, because the Rockets live and die on the hill of James Harden. And it. It can do them more harm than good. Yeah, I understand that he carries a team on his back. We know what he has done. But Giannis just is just on a – I feel like Giannis is just on a different level right now, both regular season and postseason. Yeah. I mean, the fact that Giannis gets to the rim so easily is, is scary. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's finishing, and then he's bullying his way, and he's For sure. his fouls and all that shit. For sure. But – the craftiness of James Harden and how after he gets to the rim, he's making an efficient pass almost every time. So um, does so I will say. Did you see the, did you see the passes seen, he was no, making? No, I've seen game? a couple oh, of passes. But I don't know, bro. Like, yeah. What I will give Giannis is his drive and ability to get fouled. Yeah. He has he yeah. has mastered that. Especially in these playoffs. He's more aggressive once he drives. But, like, when you're going to the line, the when you're going to the line, like, 12 times – like eight and a quarter, like it's, it kind of got ridiculous in the Boston series. So we'll see how the refs, you know, kind of officiate the next series with him and, and how that goes. Like, but like how they did. What would they do with Harden? Like yeah, yeah, so it was Harden too. But Harden averaged like what 10, 10 a game. He averaged ten uh, free throw. Trips. Yeah, something. Ten like free 10. throw shots. Well, a that, game. Was the that was the regular season. But he has a shot, so he's doing all that. Oh, Harden is dangerous. The the passes, the accurate passes. But he has to shot. Harden is literally unguardable. Yeah, and if he had, if he had a okay. JJ Redick, and Giannis can guard all five positions. Okay, if but he, if he had a JJ Redick, a Seth Curry, maybe Danny Green, I don't know, a real jump shot, Kyle Korver, real jump shooters in his corner, not um, you know, your dad. He's relying on. Park. He's relying on Brooke Lopez to make that shot. I will give Nikolai Meritich that. Uh, he's relying on. 
PJ, EJ, MEEG. Oh, you're talking about you're talking about the Rockets. I'm talking about uh, Giannis. Like another, it goes to why like I think that he's not gonna. Well, this was another argument. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, if he had those shooters, his assists. He, I don't know, bro. Those triple double numbers would look crazy. Put it this way, I feel and think Giannis will win, but I know James Harden will win. Why do you think? Why do you know James Harden is going to win? Because I feel like just, I think Giannis is going to win it, but I think I feel like James Harden should. I think everybody's got Giannis, and it's like I, I feel like everybody's starstruck by the freakish athlete. I get it. He can get to the rim. He can. He can draw the contact. He can play defense, uh, but valuable to the team. If he doesn't play, the Bucks still have a chance to win. The reason, the reason why I think is because it's what I, I heard Chauncey Billups say this. Uh, probably a couple months back, that right now James Harden, well, at least what he did in the regular season, like, James Harden's probably not going to get any better than that. Like, that's the best James Harden. That's the best version of James Harden. Are we not Harden. seeing one of the best players that's in the league? That's what I'm saying. Like, how far? But, are we yeah, what, but, what do you want? But, what do you want from the man? What can James but, Harden not do? What, what better can he do? Get to the rim, blow by you, IQ, shoot, step back, shoot off the dribble, shoot catch and shoot, um, pick and roll maestro, Oh, yeah, he doesn't play great defense. Okay. But what does he not do that's great, bro? He's one of the best offensive players all time already. Yeah. One. Score. And he's one of the best players in general in the league right now. He's an MVP from last season. Yeah, that boy's driver, finisher. So I'll take nothing better than this. Like, I'll take this James Harden right now. And I don't know. They might be afraid to, uh, like, to, to botch Giannis. So they might be afraid that he can't. Repeat these numbers, maybe mm. you can't play mm. with the same energy mm. again, oh, it's, it's which hard. is why they may give it to him this year. No, Giannis only gonna get better. I promise you. I that. think so too, but yeah, yeah we've it's Giannis just, had it's, it's, it's not even close to the season. I feel like James Harden is gonna have the same season next year as well. I don't know that because well, they still have Chris. I just it really depends on on his team. Like James Harden, no, James Harden don't have the same season, bro. Because look what he did: thirty straight games. 30 points or more with no Chris Paul, no Clint Capella, like just putting it on his back. Brought the Rockets to the fourth seed, man. He could do that again. Taking them to the he you know, game again, six of the Western we Conference think semifinals. Westbrook was going to average a triple double again. That man did it three straight years. That's a whole. But that's a whole. <laughs> that's a whole argument for a next yeah. episode. So, I got some questions for y'all. After this year, did we see the last of Kyrie Irving in Boston? That's kind of the oh, yeah. obvious, easy oh, one. Yeah. I just want to... And, it, and it's not even on some... Because now the season's over. For and me. the last of KD. Hold yeah. on, hold on. Don't jump the gun. With Kyrie... Talk about Kyrie. It's, it's not even on some... Yeah, Kyrie, like, want to leave. It's Boston's not going to take him back. That was, I thought about it today. I was like, Boston's yo, not gonna, Boston can't, people, wouldn't accept that. People are comparing, people are comparing this season to last season. What's the biggest difference? Look how much the ball moved last year. Yeah, Kyrie, Kyrie didn't play. Kyrie takes up so much that the team is not built for that. But the thing is, this, he, that also, team, he also was that, was, no, was that no. Kyrie Irving, no. It, it, any team is built for it when you're making the shots. But when Kyrie's shooting the way he is, when he goes 7 of 22, 8 of 22, 6 of 21, 4 of 14, no team is built for their star to do that. So... 
Of course, now it looks worse. Yeah, and if we're going to compare to last year, he didn't play in the playoffs, so yeah, there was space for the ball to go around. But when he played in the playoffs with Cleveland, it worked because he would hit. But even but even Golden State, even with a KD, Clay, but it's two it's Steph, different types but, of players because you're not but comparing they, it to James but, Harden. He hits the shot, so it works. But then again, it's only going to work to an extent. No, There's going to be a time when you're losing, you can't win with that. that. The ball has to move. Right, championship teams do. The Heat, which Boston should have been and could be. No, I mean, because they assembled the, incorrectly. They assembled incorrectly. You grabbed Kyrie Irving. You traded for Kyrie Irving, knowing the roster but you I, had. And that, but yeah. I feel like, yeah, but I feel like by taking out a Kyrie Irving, you you go up exponentially. Right, you do. But what so I'm saying is, they're the team that 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 asked for it and then couldn't figure it out. So no, that's upon, true. They that's true. It upon themselves to to focus on ball movement because yeah. there's been a, plenty of statements in the media talking about. Yeah, I guess. Um, we just had too many people wanting to be the man on the yeah, team. Yeah, and I feel like they gave Kyrie the team in the sense of you could be the man and it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And we'll live and die by you being the man and then everybody else. But once they got the Brad Stevens have to implement. Oh, listen, I don't care. Six feet under. Because exactly. Look what Steve Kerr did. Steve Kerr said, oh, you can't guard Steph Curry one-on-one? Okay. Well, him moving the ball is going to be harder to guard. So it's it's a coaching thing. Obviously, Kyrie has a little bit to play uh, to do with it because one, he's not making a shot, and two, not really because if your coach isn't really hagging on you to move the ball and you and you think you can make the but shot, that's the team. That's the that's what I'm saying. It's the complacency of the players. Like, yeah, you gave the reins to Kyrie, but also you're not running the floor. You're not doing all this extra movement. And they didn't play like they wanted to win the ball. They know they get the ball, but no, boom! That's, when they do finally get the yeah. ball. Now you're holding on to it. You feel like, oh, okay. Boom. Jason now Tatum, yeah. Jason talk, Tatum is not entitled this, to not I talked about feel this like. Last week. But Jason Tatum shouldn't is not entitled to feel like he needs to get the ball. Like, like no, but like, that's not even what it is. It's it, half the shot clock is spent with him dribbling up the ball. So now you start moving it, right? Right. And you get the ball. You don't know if. Do I need to make? They probably feel the pressure on themselves. Do not, I now right, need to make right, something happen, right. or do like if I pass it up? Are they going to ridicule me for not wanting the ball? This right. and that. Like I'm the man. I could. I can hit a shot. Because you're that's, not. That's you're what not we in saw. Game flow. You're not in game rhythm. That's you don't. You don't you're overthinking. You don't know when or if you're going to touch the ball. But I think that goes to Brad Stevens. Like if you if Brad Stevens is in the huddle telling Kyrie move the ball move the ball and Kyrie's clearly going out on the court not saying he does but if he goes out on the court and just plays the iso ball that he does until you know he I feel like that's what happened so then when you make statements you like, bro you can't you have your star player not listening to you like this bro, is a game plan bro but that's what thing happened because when you when you make a statement the way he did in, in that one presser about what was it took 22 shots oh I should have took 30. When you only when you were like your percentage was Kyrie's terrible. a baby to the media, man. Like that's why I don't think he's built for New York, and I don't think he's gonna go to New York because he's not gonna be able to eat up that media. He's gonna struggle in their you know, first he year. He might go to the Nets. He could go to the Nets. Yeah, he could go to the Lakers too, but I don't see. The I don't know. I don't see the Lakers, but that's the best place for him to go. He needs LeBron. I don't know. He needs uh, LeBron. How about this, guys? If he need to go to the Warriors, play places with Kevin Durant. Okay, we'll go there. So, go to state. Win or lose. Uh-huh. There's changes about to be made, right? Kevin oh, yeah. Durant's a free agent. Clay Thompson's a free agent. Um, 
Is Draymond Green a free agent? Or is Imagine he the year after? Imagine yeah. that sorry three. Kyrie Clay and Kevin Durant with Zion. What? And oh, Knox. Nice. Oh, well, nah. We have Zion and DeAndre, I guess. That's a crazy start. Just right? Yeah, we'll let him. Let's start working out real quick. Uh, yeah, back from our on the toilet, huh? back back from our intermission. Uh, we're we're in Golden State now, and <laughs> they got some decisions, right? They're gonna have to either throw the bag at Clay uh, and sign him for sure, because I know that if they throw the bag at Clay, they'll resign. They have to. They have to. But I'm saying, if they do, he's he'll take it. But if they throw the bag at KD, he's still entertaining other offers. So I feel like the Warriors are gonna have to go. Clay first, then try to get KD. Keep the Splash Brothers alive. Yeah, you have to. Stick to what you're Yeah. They they know KD's out. Yeah. They know KD's out. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna give they're gonna give Clay the max. Yeah. And Draymond, Draymond wants to be with them forever because I honestly feel like, especially now, mm-hmm. where Draymond's been, I think he has to. Draymond Dray, Draymond before could have got money. But Draymond, like, have we seen him the, the past two years? Yeah. He is clearly a product of the Golden State system. Yeah. And the, he loves the fans. The fans love him. We see him within the Oracle. Right. He needs that team just as much as they need him. And he will definitely be taking less money. Because last time he got four years, $84 million, yeah, he ain't going to be getting that this time. Front office in Golden State is definitely preparing for the worst right now, though. Knowing that Clay might it, – it's possible that he leaves because nothing's promised, one. Um, Clay can also look at it like, damn, Kevin Durant's gone. Can you uh, sign Boogie back? No. 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 Even for cheap? No. For cheap? I mean, why not? But I don't think Boogie fits their system. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But if it's Steph and Boogie, Steph, Draymond, and Boogie. No, what I think they need to do is get more depth. You you can you can live with a whatever center. You can live with keep getting keep getting a Zaza, keep getting a JaVale McGee, keep getting an Andrew Bogut. But get you some depth. Get get you a uh, Iguodala's not getting any younger. You need to get you a real six man. Yeah, Livingston has fallen off significantly. Yeah. yeah, and they've kind of stunted the growth. I mean, Kevin Looney's playing exceptional. Yeah, but Jordan Bell was up top, but then Kevin Looney uh, is he on the bench or is he hurt? Jordan Bell. Jordan Bell. I think, I think he's. I think he's on the bench. Yeah. So, but yeah, but that's what I'm saying with Kevin Looney. Exceed expectations now. Jordan Bell is kind of filling off, right. and they're still Wait, like, try, then they're still trying to push Draymond to be Draymond. But you I think Quinn Cook is becoming actually hit. a really good bench player off yeah. uh, for the Warriors. Who? Quinn Cook. He yeah. hits big time shots. He, he's played in big time minutes, and um, he has he has the Coach K. You know what I'm saying under his belt. He's got Steve Kerr under his belt, and he's he's bought into the system pretty well. So. Uh, that's go to state. I wanted to ask about Toronto real quick, though. So, if the Raptors go home for Game Seven and lose to Philly, Kawhi Leonard's a free agent, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, does Kawhi Leonard feel like he wants to try this again? Right? Does Kawhi Leonard feel like I want to wait to see what the Warriors do? And then make my decision because, you know, it might be easier for an Easter Conference team to win a championship with the Warriors kind of no Kevin Durant. Uh, does he go out west and try to say maybe it's easier for a Western Conference team, you know what I'm saying, and go to the Clippers? 
Yeah, or does he come back and just say, listen, run that back? We got Kyle Lowry still. <laughs> nah, he don't play with Kyle Lowry. No. I don't think he plays with Kyle Lowry another they year. They have to get rid of Kyle Lowry in order to keep him. Yeah, I agree. Kawhi is a smart basketball player, and he knows a weak link when he sees one. Yeah. And he won't. Like, like literally everybody else is fine. Yeah. You got to get rid of Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Kyle Lowry is it. killing your team. He'll respect the man, all that shit. Yeah. But, like, straight up, I know. Like, not yeah. on my time. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> not on my time. Yeah, that's even an option, mm-hmm. which at this point I really don't think it is. I He's think, making way too much. We were talking about that. In, in well, the bag, his, the price is going up. His his next his next this next year coming like up is his last year. It's like thirty six or like thirty. Well, he signed for three years, hundred million. Thirty four or something like yeah. that. Yeah, so it's probably, yeah, so probably around there. Uh, last thing I wanted to get into was. This Los Angeles Lakers coaching job mm-hmm. that nobody mm-hmm. wants to Jawan take. Jawan Howard, give it to the man. Oh, why did God. they try? No, do wait, wait, wait. Like why did no. they try Tyron Ludo? They gave him a three-year, eighteen million. Like he hasn't won a that championship. Like he didn't beat the Warriors. Like he hasn't been part. to the finals three times straight. Like he hasn't coached LeBron James before. Like Luke Walton ain't just get a five-year deal. Money, money Williams got a five-year deal. You know that's that the standard is, for coaches. You get a five-year. That's social media. That's the that standard. That's the standard. Yeah, so the, the Lakers just stepped social over him again. That to Tyron Lue because that whole that whole uh, uh, picture with LeBron driving that ship and LeBron calling oh. all the shots and LeBron actually yelling that's at Ty Lue and, and like that kind of like falling off. No, this this is exactly this is exactly what their thought process because. They know the dysfunction that's going on. Mm-hmm. It's a laughing stock. It's a laughing stock, right? And they know that LeBron has that he signed a three year with the last, I think the last year being a one being an opt out. It's four years, three year, one opt out, right? So what they want to do is okay, we got LeBron for another three years. So let's just give LeBron his guy. Let's just basically suck the life yeah. out of him. Get get all the use we can out of LeBron. Yeah. So let's do everything to make him happy. So we can, if they, if they get at least one championship out of this run, it will, on, be, it will be labeled a success. I promise you that. So this is what they want to do. They say, okay, we got LeBron for another three years. Well, Ty Lue is LeBron's guy. So we don't know if we want Ty Lue yeah, long term. They don't know if they want Ty Lue long term. So we're going to give him the same contract so his contract expires okay. when LeBron does. And That's then they fine. Get a clean slate. That's fine. And guess because what happened? I thought guess the most. Go ahead. No Ty Lue. Because Shut not up. only did they Shut want to up. give him a three-year deal, they wanted to pick the man's staff. No, how, not only. How do you? That's true. That's true. How do you that's say, true. I want you to be the head coach, lead our team. With Kurt Rambis. Lead our team to a championship. Was, but how are you going to lead when you don't even have your was own Was Kurt Rambis not like coaching the Knicks? Huh. No. When they were like. He was on the staff. The worst. He was on Derek Fisher's staff. Front office yeah. ever. He was on Derek Fisher's yeah. staff. Interim coach. But you want him to, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you want him to be an assistant for Ty Lue in L.A.? Like, this isn't a joke already. How much more are we trying to joke? Why don't you get Phil Jackson to come back too? Like, I don't get it. So, Kurt Rambis is actually a good Frank Vogel? Frank Vogel is not the coach that's going to get that done. There's Frank no way. Vogel. Where's, uh, There's what about, no I, I, I like Stan Van Gundy. Yeah, I like Stan I like Van Gundy to come out. I think Mark Jackson needs to coach again. I love Mark Jackson. After he disrespected uh, LeBron's <laughs> wife? Yeah. Can't do it, bro. No, I'm just saying in general. I think Mark Jackson is coaching him. Yeah, he do. I'm just saying in general. But LeBron's like, yeah, not over here. Yeah, nah. 
I'm sorry, but to me, if I'm LeBron, I'm demanding a trade. Straight up. You're demanding a trade? I'm demanding a trade. This is not what you signed up for at all. No, that's exactly you know, what you signed up for. No, no, that's true. You it's know, not what you signed up for. You know, signed up for the Magic Johnson show. As sure. soon as sure. it hit 9.01 p.m. and they could officially talk, he was at Magic's door. No. Or was it vice versa? Magic, Magic was at, was at LeBron's door. door. And you know, they talked basketball for hours. Because this is like the same thing. We're not talking about Phil Jackson, the executive. We're talking about Phil Jackson, the coach. Beautiful, great basketball mind. Magic Johnson, the player, ambassador for the game, knows more basketball than almost anybody. So you know him and LeBron. And LeBron's the same way. LeBron's one of the top three, probably smartest players ever. So you know him and Magic probably mapped out this whole plan. And then from – and you saw – you guys saw what LeBron said about – and you find out that Magic was leaving, right? Mm-hmm. The quote. That's insane. That's insane. He didn't even tell the man. So, you yeah. Know what I'm saying? I think he did sign up. Well, he didn't sign up for this, like now, this part of it. But he signed up for this year, bro. But not only that. He even took the loss of this year, like the bad season, these kids being ungroomed, um, the front office uh, mishaps and all that. He took that to the chin and he was going to take it into next year. Now, at this point, she got a little more rockier than he And expected. to be honest, I'm not going to lie. I think it was a setup because that whole thing with the whole Anthony Davis and wanting to trade all everybody and everybody was trying to make it out to be like it was LeBron's fault and they tried to alienate LeBron for the team because... He still I, averaged 27, 8, and 8. Because I heard, because I heard uh, from a lot of things that I've you know, seen and read that uh, executives or owners around the league are telling Jeannie that she should trade LeBron. I'm going to leave it with this. I've been talking to people walking here. We've been talking about next year, and I'm sitting there saying, I'm not going to be here. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening, man. That was episode 28, season two of the All Things Sports Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at officialATSPod. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, ATSPod. You can also follow us on twitch.com slash ATSPod. Uh, Thanks for listening. Like and share on SoundCloud. Subscribe. Deuce. Yeah, I'm going to take my horse through the old town road. I'm going to ride till I can't no more. I'm going to take my horse through the old town road. I'm going to ride till I can't no more. I got the horses in the back. Horse stock is attached. Head is mad at black. Got the boosters black to match. Riding on a horse.
guitar Spend a lot of money on my brand new guitar Baby's got a habit, diamond rings and Fendi sports bras Riding down Rodeo in my Maserati sports car God knows stress I've been through all 